the question of the question of the week. Thanks for stopping by for question of the week. Question of the week. Hello, everyone, and welcome back into our second edition of Question of the Week. I am still Will Shingleton, and I'm here tonight with David Coggin, our co-producer and co-host. David, how are you doing on this lovely Thursday evening? Hello, I'm good. <laughs> well, the, the biggest news that we had today and kind of the, the subject of what this question of the week is going to be, we'll get to in a minute. But first, we want to say a big thank you to everybody that has tuned into the show so far, which is not just a United States thing, which I think we're super proud of. Uh, we have listeners in Canada, Ireland, the UAE, Norway, Panama, Australia. And then, of course, this is a Premier League themed centered show. So in the UK, we have fans in Hassocks, Bristol, Inglefield Green, Newark-on-Trent, which I'm told is in Nottinghamshire between Nottingham and Lincoln, Folkestone, Hornsey, which is very close to the Emirates, they'll be very proud, and Scotland, Mabel. I really hope I didn't butcher any of those pronunciations, but thank you everyone out there in the States and outside that has listened to the show so far. By the time this episode airs, unless I'm just like super on my editing game tonight, uh, we will have an episode out for you to listen to. If you enjoy the show, please give us a rating either on Apple Podcasts or otherwise. Give it a review, subscribe, just so that we can get more listeners and hopefully grow the show and grow this community because that's what we're trying to do. David, tell the people where we are available for them to get in touch with us. So we are pretty much everywhere. Um, Obviously, our podcast itself can be found on any of your typical podcast platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and uh, Anchor, obviously. Um, and as far as social media goes, we have some complimentary video content on YouTube on our channel called Career Mode Theater, which is also our Facebook page's name. And we are on Twitter for random musings uh, as all of this PL post-coronavirus stuff unfolds. We have some good, uh, some good little quips on there. Um, but we can be found at FIFA CM Theater and on Instagram at Career Mode Theater. So our question of the week today comes from a good friend of ours on Twitter. Uh, but Will would like to know, what would you like to see from FIFA 21? And that is a particularly timely question because today, of course, we had the trailer for FIFA 21 drop. David, did you get a chance to watch the trailer? I did. There was a lot of Mbappe. Yes, <laughs> so a lot much. of Mbappe. <laughs> I also realized that we're at the point in our lives where, like, obviously the trailer was primarily focused on, like, Mbappe and Jao Felix and Erling Holland, And these guys are now, like, five or six years younger than us, which is kind of weird <laughs> to look at that and be like, yeah, they're, you know, 21, 22. What, what have I done with my life up to this point? It's a new generation. It's crazy. Yeah, it's exciting if you're a Borussia Dortmund fan. But, you know, if you're a podcast producer living in Greenville, South Carolina, like, it's kind of a wake-up call. But, yeah, we did have a lot of uh, FIFA buzz today because of the trailer dropping. We also had a lot of rumors around the Internet and just general leaks about new features that are going to be in the game. So, like, tonight we're going to talk about not just what we would like to see, but what we're going to see in FIFA 21. There was a really good article from the Liverpool Echo uh, that went over some of the changes that will be in the new game as opposed to FIFA 20. 
got gameplay changes like agile dribbling, more intelligent runs. And my favorite, Dave, you'll appreciate this, is positional personalities, which I like. I understand what they're going for there. I, the quote here is, uh, positional, positioning personality elevates footballers' in-game intelligence to match their real-world understanding of space and time, allowing top players to anticipate the play, move more intelligently across the pitch, and take up more advantageous positions. World-class forwards will hold their runs to stay level with the last defender to stay onside. Playmakers will hunt for space to operate between the lines, while the best defenders will close down passing lanes more effectively to make it harder for the opposition to create opportunities. That's positional personalities. I just love that phrasing uh because i can just imagine a scenario where you're like well you know in general is very like nice guy he's got a good personality but his positional personality woof terrible <laughs> uh i can't wait to see that crash and burn the, yeah. the whole the whole agile dribbling thing um mm -hmm. i'm sure that'll be fun for people who use moves but for me and my three skill moves i think i'll be all right yeah for the people that actually know what they're doing this is this is going to be huge yeah. um They've also made a few changes to Volta and the Ultimate Team, um, which I, you and I have both used sparingly. But the ones that we're after, obviously, is the changes that they have made to career mode. And the first one that I texted you about earlier, as soon as I found out, uh, is player development. You can actually change your players' positions. This is, this is a huge thing. This is something that you and I have talked about pretty extensively in the past. So if you have a, a case like has actually happened to IRL uh, with – a player like Robin Van Persie, who was primarily a winger before he came to Arsenal, and they converted him to a number nine, but you can actually do that now. Um, I remember a few years ago, Pochettino, as soon as he got in, Eric Dyer was primarily played as a center back, but he converted him to defensive midfield, and he's gone back to center back now. But for those couple <laughs> of seasons, like you can make those kinds of transitions and it not just be you playing a guy out of position. This is great. We love this. Yeah. Um... The biggest problem for me that it solves um, is when you have your youth, youth academy players and you, you know, scout your defensive minded, um, you know, and you get a bunch of players uh, on your scouting report and all of the right backs are six, five and all of the center backs are five, nine. Yeah. <laughs> so this will help. <laughs> yeah. Like you inevitably get a lot of guys that are like, like you said, like six foot five right backs with like, yeah. Like, 55 pace and he's like well, this doesn't do me any good at all like like you are useless out there <laughs> yeah. whereas in the middle you're a tree that's perfect um yeah 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 and just in, in their own words uh this this new element to career mode is you can manage your players development in greater detail with the revamped growth system which is cool so they'll grow within those individual positions that you switch them to it's kind of an adaptation of the dynamic potential that we saw introduced this year you can turn right backs into right wingers. Careful with that one. Defensive midfielders into center backs and uh, to fill gaps in your team, but also you can monitor player attribute changes during training to see how your squad is progressing. So just kind of a more um, comprehensive squad-oriented approach to development, which I think is kind of cool. But yeah, as you pointed out earlier, it's only cool if it works. Yep. And uh, that brings us to the overall disclaimer here. Is all the stuff we're reading, <laughs> it's all fine and good. But as we learned so, uh, we learned the hard way last year uh, and all the other years before that, but we're still blind and buying it again. Um, all the features were great on the pitch notes when they came out from EA on the website. And then on opening day, none of it worked. <laughs> yeah, and, and inevitably you have uh, to, 
you have to get like two or three updates deep for it to, you know, be relatively glitch free. And even then, like, you know, dynamic potential was one of the big things they introduced this year where you could potentially get a guy who you know isn't Mbappe and grow him into a, a cornerstone of your team. But like all of the various moving parts that had to be in place to make that happen uh, had to be just so for it to work. So it, it took them a while to actually get that to be effective. Um, so like I said, like you said, I think this could be really cool if it works. Now there are a couple of other features within career mode. Uh, primarily, this one is primarily focused around the transfer system, which I know you and I have had a lot of discussions about our frustration with. There's a loan to buy feature, which is cool. I, I think that takes a lot of the, there in the past especially, there have been a lot of question marks around how loaning actually benefits you if you are you know, a holder of a very good young player that you don't really have enough room on your squad for that was really the only way that loaning was useful or if you were really a, a less well-off team you could loan players in to, to fill out your squad or just give you a little bit extra talent but this is cool you can loan people in like it works in real life and navigate around the situation like you know even within our show like we have Danny Ceballos on our team He's killing it right now through the first three Danny Ceballos! It's been amazing. Yeah, Martin Tyler cannot contain his excitement over how good Danny Ceballos has been. Now, Danny Ceballos. Danny Ceballos! Martin um, Tyler loves Danny Ceballos. He does. Now, Danny Ceballos. Danny Ceballos! I just, I'm just imagining Alan Smith in the commentary booth with him. Just every time Danny Ceballos gets the ball, just like, oh, no, Martin, not again. <laughs> 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 there we go. <laughs> yeah. You see our Arteta down the pitch just like one. Like <laughs> uh but yeah, yeah, in real life Arsenal loaned him in for this year. It doesn't look like he's gonna stick around uh for 2020-21. But in the, the with this new feature in FIFA, you could potentially, if you don't have the transfer fee right now, you could loan somebody in and to buy them later. It does not fix all of the issues with uh, let me back up and say that it's not so much the issues that I and you have had with FIFA's transfer is not so much like the ability to do things. It's more the logic, especially as far as other teams are concerned. Um, so I could see this getting a little wacky, like just transfers that don't make any sense. Or you could have the situation too, where you go into try and loan somebody and that, that team will tell you that they're not available for loan. And then you know, two minutes later you get an update like, Oh, well you can't buy them because they just went out on loan. Like, what the hell? Um, so now that could be permanent. So it's again, could be really cool, but also quite risky. See, you want to know the funny thing about this feature is that they had it for a little while. Yeah. Then they took it away. Yeah, I remember this was in like FIFA like 14. Like they, they had that you could, I, I never really used it because I didn't know what I was doing at that point. Yeah. Uh, but like you could do this. You could say, you know, have a future fee. I think that's what they mm -hmm. called it um, within the negotiations themselves. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's interesting sometimes how FIFA circles back around to ideas that they had previously. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this, it's like, it's, it's not new because like back when they had it, I would, I've used it big time because 
I would get a player that I wasn't sure if I liked or not, and I would get them to agree to a transfer fee and then just change it to a loan with a future purchase clause. Mm -hmm. And if I loaned them and I liked them, I'll just exercise the purchase clause. And if I didn't end up liking them, see ya. Yeah. <laughs> so like, cause I mean, you know, every, like every once in a while you'll spend what 50 million on a player and you, you get them and you start, you put them in the, in your team and then they just kind of like, I probably shouldn't have done this. They're not that great. <laughs> Man, especially if you have a team, if you're not playing as Man City, like, you know, I, I one of my career modes currently, one that I'm not doing with you, is uh, with Eintracht Frankfurt. And I just loaned in Takapusa Kubo, who is super useful, and I'm definitely going to try and buy him later. But if I had bought him for, you know, 30 or 40 million or whatever, and you get him in there and you don't like him, you're just kind of stuck with him at that point. So, yeah, yeah I think this could be cool. They're also adding in uh, an interactive match sim feature, which I, is, is already a thing in a lot of other sports games. Like I'm, I'm also a big 2K player and they have this. Uh, so Madden, in the event, has it. Right. And so, and that, that serves two purposes. If you're lazy like me and you don't want to play a whole game, you can just play the game to, you know, if you're down, if it's a tie game with five minutes left in 2K, like you can just hop in there and, you know, save the day. Uh, but, you know, as it stands at FIFA currently, you know, if you sim a match, either just because you don't want to play, you know, Colchester United in the FA Cup, like, uh, you're just leaving it completely to chance. So I think it's good that if you are down 1-0 to Colchester with 30 minutes left, you can hop in there and hopefully rescue your team from embarrassment. Um, I don't know how much I'm going to no, use I'll, that. I'll, but I'll, I'll just sim it. It'll, it'll be fine. Yeah. You know, I, I won't get two red cards and my star striker won't break his leg. That won't happen. Yeah, and just have no control over it all. Just be like, oh, thanks, FIFA. That's, that was very I'm, kind of you. I'm I'm just super excited to be up 3-0 with like 10 minutes left. And I, you know, sim it, walk out of the room, get something from the fridge and come back and I've lost 4-3. I can't wait for that. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. So they also have this match sharpness thing, which like, you know, they, they have, especially an ultimate team, like they have the, the chemistry effect, which like, you know, plays off of people's attributes, makes your team stronger. This is uh, from the Liverpool Echo article. It says, this is a new attribute that indicates how likely your players are to perform in the most crucial moments during the course of the game. Increase your player's sharpness with new active training system that gives you the ability to set up group training sessions to improve the likelihood of your strikers putting big chances away or of defenders making key tackles, which I'm like, okay, cool. Like that, this is one of the things that I could, I mean, maybe be useful. Um, I, I could see it going the other way more of like, if you just neglect to do this, like you're in the 87th minute and you're Barcelona and you have like Antoine Griezmann breaking on towards goal and like, you forgot to do your group training sessions. And so instead of, you know, putting the shot in from 10 yards out, just like flies into Rosette. You chose poorly. <laughs> yeah. So like, again, could be cool. I like that they're trying to make it um, more realistic in that sense. I, I think if, and this is kind of gets into what we want to see from future FIFAs, but like if you if you were going to double down on the realistic thing like this, I probably wouldn't choose this um, for uh, the, the, the place that you would go, but yeah, let's just go ahead and, and to circle back to Will's question from the beginning is what do we want to see 
from future FIFAs. And Dave, I know you have a lot of, of takes on this. So <laughs> what do you want to see from future FIFAs? Well, um, I want to I want to put a disclaimer out there again, um, is that the EA developers are in a no-win spot because I, I don't think that they've been given the resources to like um, put the effort into fixing all this stuff in career mode mm -hmm. because we have the um, you know all the all the footies <laughs> that uh, bring in all the money. But um, I think they're kind of in a no-win situation because, like, last year they tried, um, I guess, if you could put it that way. Um, and they got absolutely, you know, crucified for, <laughs> for uh, what the product that they put out. And so, you know, what's, what's really what's the motivation for them to try again? Like, if they know it's just going to go so poorly. But, like... And I'm I'm getting off off the question, but I, I, this this reminds me of the match sharpness player feedback type thing. Like, I, like who who asked for this? <laughs> and like, I, if you ask me, total disaster written all over this. Like the I I don't see this going well. Um, it, there's <laughs> there's so many other you know, so, so much other low hanging fruit out there and they chose this and I don't, I just don't understand it. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. But anyways, what do I want to see in future FIFA? So uh, what I would highlight is the easiest implementation and, you know, the thing that so many people have been just clamoring for for so long is just track the stats of the players all the way through their career it's not hard. <laughs> um, that's like, that's, that's my, my biggest gripe. You know, you have, you have a, like a forward in your career mode, you have them for eight years. And like, what do you want to know after eight years is how many goals has he scored? How many appearances has he made? <laughs> like, and that's just, it's so easy for them to like, make those little changes um yeah and like yeah. i i would jump to their defense a little bit more but like literally every other sports game that has a career mode has this like you know 2k yeah. you can look back you know if you look at lebron james career he's coming up on what his 18th year in the league like you can go all the way back to the 2003 cleveland days and figure out his assists per game like and do we need to know all that no absolutely not but it's still like how difficult would this be for FIFA because like especially in the career mode like you're saying like you do this you know the whole point is to construct this new universe and this narrative and if you grow up this guy from this is my 16 year old striker that I recruited out of Nigeria and he's been on my team for 15 years like I want to know exactly how many goals he scored assists all of it so yeah I yeah. get that it's it's in the title it's it's, it's called career mode it's yeah. not called season mode yeah. And like you can if you're the manager, like you can see your win loss rate, but like yeah. I don't care I don't, I don't care about that. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, like that's that's all fine and good. Like I, I enjoy that that's there, that's cool. Um, but to me, um it's only you know, five percent of what I want to see in terms of stat tracking. 
on there. Um, but yeah, what what about what about you? What's your what's your biggest uh, wish? I mean, Dave, you know what it is. Like the, the yeah. really the only like thing I would change, and it kind of ties into. I know you, we we talked about um, being able to, to create a club, and yeah. we there's 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 those words. <laughs> yeah, just as a as a quick aside, like, and David and I have both dabbled in this, like. I remember David and I were on a, a soccer team together in college and we, we went back and made ourselves and like with all of our friends, it was really cool. Uh, you had to do that on the internet and then import it into FIFA, which was just like Archaic. super annoying. Yeah. And like, I, it should literally be like, we've had this technology since like, you've been able to do this since like Madden 2002. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it, going, used, it, it used to be in the game. Yeah, like, and I understand, like, as as things get bigger and you have to, like, navigate licensing agreements and, like, all that kind of stuff, like, it gets a lot more complicated than we're probably making it, but right. at the same time, yeah. like, just give it to us. This, these are the things that people want, and and yeah. for me, yeah. an extension of that is, I want to I wanna edit the uniforms, please, <laughs> like, come on, like, I, I'll, I'll pop up a few... And I mentioned I'm a, I'm a big 2K player as well. They let you do that in 2K. And, like, I have spent so many hours of my life. Like, literally, I will not pick a team unless I can make their uniforms look slick or if they already have good uniforms that I don't hate every time I watch go out. And so, like, in, in, if you have a 15, 20-year-long career mode, like, to still – if we get to 2032 and, you know – Tottenham still got the the red AIA across the chest like I'm just like guys why like every player has changed since the career mode started and we're still um you know Arsenal still got the bruised banana away (laughs) that's that would be my choice um Again, I, I don't know how realistic that is, especially with big sponsorship agreements and licensing and stuff like that. But please, yeah. EA. Yeah. Like, I, I also think it would be really cool if they could figure out a way to, like, yeah, because I want everybody else's to change too. So if I could just, like, randomize for everyone. And, like, I realize that could get a little wacky. Like, you know, you show up mm-hmm. and you're playing Liverpool and they have, like, you know, a stripe this way and a stripe this And you're like, and McDonald's sort of like honeycomb <laughs> pattern across it you're like all right this is awful but at least yeah. it's different <laughs> you yeah know? so yeah, yeah that was uh, probably number one on the list for me like create a club by far is the best common thing I've seen from anyone who's anyone you know recommending things for career mode it, it's it's create a club so everyone wants it we'll probably never get it but uh, that's that's the thing. Um, uh, a couple of other little things I would like. Um, I think they should really look hard at putting the USL Championship in FIFA. And this is a little more. This is a little more like FIFA as a whole thing. It's not really career mode, but I think it would be very very cool to have like what's essentially the second team, second league in the United States in this game. Um, where we have an entire new generation of people and cities that aren't big enough to have MLS teams mm-hmm. watching these these guys play. And it would be really, really cool if they could go on and play with them on FIFA, even if they were really bad, because they will yeah. be. But that's okay. 
then as far as the rest of the laundry list goes, um, I would love like, uh, like some sort of script that converts the youth academy players that come out with four names to mm -hmm. something a little more condensed. Um, yeah. So if I have, uh, and this is real, this is a real name. Um, if I have Lucas Tolentino Resende Brazil come out of my youth academy, I would love to name him one or two of those names. That would you be you just Lucas. We're gonna call you Lucas. Yeah, just just <laughs> just Lucas. So even even two of those names would be great because uh, it's it's like whoa, <laughs> too much too much name. Um, but yeah, I I would love to have. Uh, Youth Academy matches, like even three or four a season would be fine. Um, just to be able to see how those guys play. Um, more robust Youth Academy, uh, like customization to where you can invest in the facilities with transfer funds, that kind of thing, um, to where you get better uh, growth rates on your Youth Academy players based on how much you invest. Um, and also, uh, Stadium upgrades, general club upgrades that you could pay for, that would be great. Um, more team sheets. <laughs> um, and then just uh, cancel ultimate team altogether. That's, that's, my, that's the, the rest of my list. <laughs> yeah. And you mentioned it earlier, like, at this point, we're going to take what we can get just because we, as FIFA players, we are aware that, like, ultimate team is the cash cow. And, you know, for, for EA and the FIFA developers to double down on career mode is essentially turning back, turning back on the thing that's giving them their jobs. Um, but that being said, like, career mode is, although it has been overshadowed by foot almost completely in recent years, it's still, like, there's a lot of people that are very loyal to career mode and just want to see these things happen. I think a lot of that the changes that we want is like they, they center around just customization, like yeah. being able to you know, make things in our own image if we want them to be. Um, because like the gameplay, you know, cool. That's great. Right. It's really um, good. It's fantastic. Like yeah. I, I don't, I don't think anybody was complaining about uh, how well my squad was meshing together. And like you mentioned, I am going to be a little annoyed if, you know, if I'm in the champions league final and, Toby Alderweireld didn't get his group training in that week and, you know, just take somebody down from behind and gets a red. But that is going to be annoying. Um, but that that's going to affect things now. And unfortunately, I can't uh, change their new uniforms, which look awful, by the way. So um, let me just get that out on the record. I know you, uh, we talked about Arsenal's new kits and you're not a, not a huge fan either. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're fine. Uh, yeah. Like, I'm not a huge fan. I think the pattern is kind of stupid. Um, but maybe they'll grow on me. I don't know. We'll see. Well, here's hoping that they do and that I don't actually physically vomit because of the the eggshell printer pattern thing that's on Tottenham's kits this year um, while we play in the Europa League. But anyway... <laughs> Thank you guys so much for watching this episode of Question of the Week. We will have another one next week. If you would like to submit a question, please get in touch with us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, really anywhere that you can find us, and we will do our best to get it into the show. Uh, if you would, please, if you were a fan of the show that you have listened to so far, the first couple episodes, episode three comes out this Friday, 
leave us a rating, subscribe to the show, give us a review. It just helps people find us a lot more easily and helps us grow the show a lot more quickly. We also have a bunch of YouTube content out on the internet for everyone to see as well. David, thank you again so much for joining me. Of course. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. And again, we appreciate everyone who's been listening, watching, engaging in our little uh, three-ring circus here that's also, also fun. <laughs> thank you all so much. We will see you again next week. And until then, happy career motivation.